Hello, it's me, Picasso. I've bleeped you and I'm Tom. Hello, salut, send air on, your favourite part-time podcasters. We are back after a short break and today we are flying over the linden trees in an action comic book nightmare skip so we can have an introscopic look at the internet meme days of past. Dragon State didn't tie by Ozone. Moldova's best export after Epic Sax Guy, the boy band Ozone, takes the skies to dance in and outside their private jet while smoldering, smoldering at the camp. Smoldering? Smoldering, as in like, look of a smoldering look. Mm. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay while smoldering at the camera, with obligatory shots of the band in the studio laying down some surefire hits. Oh, and as it's common in our podcast, it might have been all a dream. The second single from Ozone's 2004 album Disco Zone had topped the charts in France, Germany and Austria and reached a respectable number three in the UK. The song even made it to the US via a viral video titled Numa Numa by vlogger Gary Broslama. Broslama? Broslama? Guess that's how you pronounce it. The UK, US and Australian versions of the album feature a version with all new English lyrics. However, it totally changes the meaning of the song, riffing off a passing mention of Picasso in the original lyrics, so purists need not apply. thoughts what were we all thinking about the song well you just start because if i go the moment i'm go i'm off <laughs> good you're never sad when this comes on in a club and you're shit-faced and next thing you know you're on top of an airplane i can't find a reason to dislike this song because it doesn't really doesn't feel like it has any malice in it and um they don't really know what's going on because you know it's all a dream isn't it <laughs> well, oh is, is it, it? We don't, don't know. know. Maybe he's remembering uh, the party from the night before where they all got drunk and wound up on the top of a plane. That would be the most broken thing, to be honest. So uh, it sounds like Nelly has some thoughts, so unleash your thoughts. I've once again tricked you into listening to a song from my childhood. But <laughs> 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 early teens. Wait a minute, this is the whole point of this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's... So this song, it absolutely exploded. I'm sure it was like a general broken thing. Absolutely exploded. It was everywhere. So I absolutely love this song, not because it's a good song or a particularly good video, but because it reminds me of my first year of high school when it came out in 2003. We had both morning and afternoon uh, sessions and we had about an hour and a half lunch break. 
So that lunch break would usually just like, you know, have lunch, just kind of chill, maybe do some homework for the next session if you had to do stuff. But when this song came out, it was so big and it was so dorky and it was so like just kind of making you happy and dancing around. Because we spent so much time listening to this song on really bad uh, mobile phone recordings, like 2003 mobile phones, imagine that, and just laughing and dancing on the song. So uh, this song, for, in my head, it's just a happy place where I was a kid, where nothing else mattered and it was great. And that's kind of the point of the song, I think. Were you the kid that was uh, sitting in the back of the bus listening to it on your phone? Not quite, no. Uh, but I was the kid who was listening to together in like at lunch break. It was a communal experience with, with like just sit on top of the desks at school, bantering and listening to this really fucking dumb song. To be honest, just to explain the level of maturity we were at together with this song but also listening to the fucking Mortal Kombat song like the movie Mortal Kombat that is a tune though it's a 2003 movie sorry 93 it is a tune but this song is a tune as well pardon the puns but this song flew past me really? I, I can't remember ever hearing it outside of that meme which I've just been that mm. yeah that's just brought the memories back on that one but I had to google that thinking who is this blogger guy and like oh yeah I remember the video yeah I can't remember this ever ever being a thing in my childhood so which is kind of strange I guess you know maybe it was just very European I don't know to be honest this is this, kind, this song kind of feels like the the Eurovision song that was never that was never if it was on Eurovision, it would have 100% reached more people. And probably, honestly, entirely honestly, with that video, would have probably won. Let's be honest. Feels like it sort of could be a Eurovision hit. Did they ever do a Eurovision song? They didn't. I think the lead singer wrote some Eurovision songs, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. He was like quite, quite prolific, pr- prolific after the band separated. Shall we discuss how they, how, how, how they look and probably more specifically how they're dressed? Yep. Let's dive straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got quite a distinct impression for, oh, as soon as I watched it. I just, I just had an image of some producer with a cigar sitting there going like, "Ah, the kids these days they like they like NSYNC and the boys owns. We want you to dress like them." Yeah. Because uh, I, 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 yeah, I get yeah. the feeling this isn't how they generally dress. They do look very uncomfortable. <laughs> do they? I, I wouldn't say they look uncomfortable. They just it looks like they're doing up. A boy band cosplay. Yeah, they're like parodying themselves. I don't know. I think they look fabulous. As long as they're owning it. I'm going to go there probably parodying themselves. Because it has got lots of shots of them in the studio, you know, laying down their next hit single and all that stuff. So it could just be a parody of of what the world maybe thinks they're meant to be like. So what do you guys think or feel about the random comic book panel art thing is so basically for people who are yet to watch the video every now and then there is a freeze frame of something dumb they do on camera and that turns into a comic strip of some sort it's not movable it's just kind of literally just a painting of them and it's very often mm. some uh, characters from like movies or um, comic books. Like this, my favorite character, Gay Terminator, which will also be on Instagram. Uh, there's like Dracula, which makes sense because Romania, there's the village people people at some point as well. So it's like kind of just pop culture characters they've been inserted into uh, the video. So what are your thoughts on this uh, impromptu art course? don't think it makes any less sense than anything else in the video so i think it's fine it's great it's quite a cool effect actually it it makes sense in the end i was a bit sort of when i first sort of watched the thing and what is this i mean feels a bit disjointed but yeah it all obviously makes sense because he's thinking about it and writing about it and drawing about it and all that um i thought it was actually quite good the way they were done i was thinking about oh i would so they must have like 
obviously drew them after the video because then you know they can insert them here or there um but i kind of liked it as an effect it was i mean it didn't i don't think it helped that the drawings were a, were a little bit i don't know just a little bit shit but um but hey you know it's fine feels like it was like deviant deviant art fan art um rather than like a professional like art job maybe that's that's the charm i don't know i do find it quite creative what they did as in like they could have gone very straight with just rotoscoping something on top but they kind of did an extra layer of it if you will like again the gay the gay terminator uh, it makes me laugh every time uh that image will also be posted on instagram but it's basically a terminator-esque image rotoscoped top of the face of the main character uh, main lead singer sorry with a flower behind his ear and the rainbow flag behind him i definitely like, like it more than the cgi they do though CGI is bad. We've got a, a CGI plane that they're all flying around on, uh, which at one point turns into a speaker, which was interesting. But <laughs> you know, if if you if you're going to have a party plane, yeah, I, I actually thought, yeah, talking about the airplane. Um, <clears throat> I mean, like I spotted like four different types of airplane in the in the video, so you know, nothing nothing has <laughs> continuity there. Um, but I mean, th that's kind of impressive, you know, I don't think you could probably, you know, shoot on an airplane like that unless you had obviously enough money and someone who owns one to, to do that. But I, I did love the, yeah. um, standing on the wing, um, while the plane mm -hmm. clearly isn't moving and, um, you know, getting that effect across. Was it just a camera guy underneath the wing running back and forth or did they put him in like a wheelchair and sort of spin him down? Or I think, I let's be honest, I think they brought no, no kit. They're using whatever the airport's uh, been able to provide. <laughs> No. <laughs> some poor baggage trolley and uh, someone's waiting to get their cases the, the, the mental image of them doing that is hysterical because one you've got the band up the top just giving it all that you know giving it the moves and then you've got the camera guy running or being rolled or whatever down below as well I, I want to see the behind the scenes footage of that I genuinely think the most of, genuinely offensive part of the video is just the beginning CGI it's just so bad had they completely forgotten CGI and just done it all in the shitty drawings would it be so much fun and kind of like yeah. almost witch doctor-esque. By the CGI that start, do you mean the city and all that jazz or is it? Yeah, which never appears yeah. again. It's just there and it no. disappears because <laughs> they probably run out of money and realize they can't actually afford to do anything they want to do. They're like, ah, shit, let's just go to an airport and fuck around for half an hour and film that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of plane they had there, but I did notice the handbrake thing, the thing that they show like a... Yeah close-up of the hand oh. moving forwards the actual break had uh, the facility course for stop which makes me think it's probably like an old russian plane or something that they just hired oh, right, yeah. for the day they got a decommissioned plane and threw a boy band in it so you're talking about it's a clearly uh it's a clearly working plane as we can see from the um from the video <laughs> you know from the clearly clearly real flying plane shows i do wonder that there is there's scenes with the propeller spinning and then some without and i don't think they would have been standing on that wing with that thing going full pelt well there is one at one minute too and you can mm -hmm. see the propeller quite clearly uh, it does look legit but i like to think that they they just chucked them up there and went fuck it turn the propeller on guys <laughs> 
if any of you feel a, a rushing force sucking you in, then hold on tighter. Would it not be sucking in from yeah. the front, from the bucket we're pushing out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it would, yeah. yeah. Aye, so it's perfectly safe. Perfectly safe. Perfectly safe. <laughs> <laughs> it might launch them across the airport, but, you know, they could get some new boy band members, worst case. There's like a whole line, yeah. the moment one falls off, it's just to get the next one on. <laughs> Send in the next boy band member. Ten a penny in this time. Well, what is the height of a... Uh... Of the commissioned Russian airplane uh, wing, <laughs> like say two and a half meters uh, more, can do. high enough to hurt, I imagine. Well, they they might have mattresses underneath. That's true. That's true. <laughs> mattresses. You think they came that prepared? E- everything's safe if you have a mattress underneath. Maybe this is the one thing they thought about, or maybe we don't want to kill our members. This does lead us to an interesting question: Did John Travolta teach them how to fly? <laughs> Should we then move on to talking about the meme then? I think this song got another lease of life through uh, the Numa Numa dance, as the YouTube video was called, which you've probably seen. And if you haven't seen, it's in the, in the show notes where it's just a guy making funny faces and doing a stupid dance along to the song. But let's be honest, if you haven't seen the video, you're probably a bit too young to listen to this podcast. So. Don't repeat any of the words we're f- using, all right? Jesus. Yeah, you um, f- go away, you f- <laughs> Feel free to bleep me. <laughs> but... That kind of just got me thinking about the the general terrifying, to me anyway, the terrifying concept of, of accidentally becoming a meme, like a photo or a video of something that you just sort of put up on the internet or someone put up of you on the internet without thinking about becomes a thing which thousands of people are seeing and using in reference as you do with memes and all that shit. Do you think that's harder than ever now, do you not think? Like, what would you have to do to actually become one of those now? When I mean mean like a meme or something, like that, I mean literally like someone just takes a picture of you making a stupid face or something. Like, you don't have to actually do anything or say anything. It's not like you're getting... Mm like shouted out at, at because of my opinion or whatever but you just become that person who was in this meme without any real say in the matter but yeah well the good news about the Numa Numa guy is he seemed to take actually being made a meme quite well because I think he did show up in a bunch of like parody videos and stuff about it and he's now making his own u- music on YouTube so we'll go watch some of that or listen to some of that if you fancy although every single comment in all of the vid- all of his videos is oh my god you're the Numa Numa guy make the new Numa Numa song <laughs> and it's just a bit depressing because he probably can never escape the Numa Numa it's part of him for life <laughs> now mm. we, did, we didn't do the tra- we didn't do the translated lyrics actually. I'm not going to sing this you're not getting that um, luck for this episode do my, it do it do no, it hell no do it. I haven't lubricated my throat that's what she said. That's <laughs> it, I was waiting for it. It was a very low-hanging fruit, <laughs> someone had to do it. How, how about this? How about this? Let's take a paragraph each. That's fair, yeah. right? That is fair. So, yeah. hello, hey, it's me, a outlaw. I do look, which I obviously need to explain what it is. Well, Eastern European. Hold on, that's not, that's a part of your notes. That's not a it's part of the song. It's not the obvious. <laughs> Weird lyrics, but, uh, you know, it works. Hello, hey, it's me, an outlaw. And please, my love, accept the happiness. Hello, hello, it's me, Picasso. I've bleeped you and I'm tough. I but, you know, you. 
I don't ask you anything. You don't want to leave, but don't take me. You don't want to take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me with you. Your face and the love from the linden tree reminds me of your eyes. Reminds me of your eyes. <laughs> that sounded like a ransom video. <laughs> it does sound like, yeah, i got to cut that out of the newspaper and post yeah. it through your letterboxes. Uh, I call you to tell you what I feel now. Hello, my love. It's me, the happiness. Hello. Hello, it's me again, Picasso. <laughs> I've beeped you and I'm tough. But now I don't ask you anything. You want to leave, but don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take, take me. Don't take, take me with you. Don't take me. Don't, don't me take. Don't take me with you. Your face and the love from the linden tree reminds me of your eyes. What does that even mean? The, the way you're saying that Sorry. sounded like that was the, the, the other side of the kidnapping. So Neil is kidnapping Nelly for unknown reasons. <laughs> We're kidnapping each other. I think that's the, yeah, that's yeah, the premise yeah. of that movie. <laughs> they've, got, they've just got to get to the linden tree, you know. Mm. Uh, I'll uh, finish it off then. My hi, hi, hi. My ha 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 all that shit. You want, you want to leave, but don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me. Don't. Take me with you. Your face and the love from the linden tree remind me of your eyes. Remind me of your eyes. Um, I'm not sure if something's lost in the translation here, but um, it doesn't flow. Well, Google Translate is just that good. Hey, if we have a, like someone who is actually R Romanian speaker, please do let us know that we fucked all of this stuff because please make sense of it. Please. I remember please. when I found these uh, two like competing translations but they weren't Google Translate. The only bit I did kind mm. of figure out was uh, I beeped you. I'm guessing that's like as in I called you, texted you, texted you or whatever. So basically this is oh, this is yes. it, the Moldovian hotline bling. <laughs> the true meme song. Ahead of its time. And apparently it's Picasso as well. <laughs> and also Hedwig. Okay, Bulgarian history lesson. Here we go. Okay, uh, okay so he, <laughs> in the song they don't say it's me an outlaw. They say it's me a Hedwig. Uh, um, Hiduk. Hiduk is a, it's a very specific thing in Balkan, like Eastern European history, but they are lost in terms of like kind of guerrilla underground resistance fighters. And depending on whether you're looking at them from, like depending on which era exactly you're talking about, they can be either outlaws slash like bandit kind of types or like sort of almost like romanticized Robin Hood-esque figures, which, who, who fought like, you know, again, underground resistance against whoever oppressors at the time was. They're like actual people and Hiduk is an actual word. I'm sure that like, it kind of vaguely translates as an outlaw, but it's Hiduk is an actual specific thing, which if you go on Google or on Wikipedia, Hiduk it's like, it's an all, it's own thing even in English. I just want to spe specify this, not because of else, but because it's such a like, across the border bulk of thing, Eastern European thing. Good to teach our listeners something occasionally, you know. I've learned two things about Bulgaria. I've learned that it used to be part of the Ottoman Empire and that Hajduks are a thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're connected because there was a lot of, uh, the plural is Hajduci, a lot of Hajduci who would fight against the Ottoman Empire, like there'll be uh -huh. resistance. Culture, that's what this podcast brings. Hello? Salute! Sunt eu, un haiduc. 
desiderò Iubirà me Dimeste Fericirà Alo Alo This video is so dorky. It has such an early 90s, uh, sorry, early notice aesthetic. Bright colors, tie-dye shirts, horrible haircuts, horrible CGI, kind of like shoddy finishes of everything. But everyone seemed just to be having fun and I don't know if that's actually true or they were kidnapped to, at the gunpoint trying to make this video. But, you know, three guys dancing on top of the airplane and making them faces just never really fails to put a smile on my face. When I first watched it, I was kind of like, what is this shite? But the more I watched it, you can't really help but get caught up in the sort of infectious perceived good time they're having in their NSYNC cosplay. The the mental image of the cameraman running on, running under the plane while they're dancing will forever be in my mind as something fucking hilarious. Yeah, so like I said at the beginning, I can't remember ever seeing this or hearing this song. It sort of literally did fly by me. Um, looking at it in 2021, it's, it's kind of one of those songs of early naughties, which doesn't annoy me when i think back to crazy frog i think back to the barbie song or to the ketchup song it just you know they they do wind me up and i wouldn't want to listen to them i wouldn't choose to but i think with this yeah i think it would be a part of a spotify playlist and it wouldn't bother me if it comes on yeah it's good fun can't fault it so my favorite part is the synchronized dancing on the wings it just so dumb and out of nowhere and just Italian chef's kiss. Perfect. It's great. And the worst part for me, and that's a bit of a nitpicky, but it just genuinely, genuinely felt like slog. The slogging through is the first 20 seconds while the lead singer guy is kind of dreaming, I guess, whatever he's doing. And it just before, basically before the band starts running towards the plane, like the, those two 20 seconds not needed can be cut off entirely and the song will not lose a single thing my, my mine are pretty similar to nelly's my favorite bits so dancing on the wing i've already talked that to death so i won't go over it although i will give a special shout out to the line dancing which was particularly good on the wing uh, and the worst is also in the first 20 seconds where it's uh, the random sh- like cgi shots of a futuristic city it looks cool enough but i don't know why it's there there's no relevance at all uh, favorite bits when the uh, when the engines of the airplane become massive speakers and start polluting the air with the uh, with the song. I just uh, I just seen that and went, that's just utterly ridiculous. Just it just wouldn't work. Actually, I would like Scott's opinion on that, Nelly. Is there any way? You can, <laughs> is there any way you can show him that? But what would actually happen to the plane? The engines were to turn into giant speakers. Uh, Neil is asking you, what is your science opinion on this? What would happen to a plane? <laughs> Well, if they if they turned into speakers, yes, put this on. Okay, <laughs> that plane's probably fine because it's still got two working pilots. But there's the small ones on the side. Hey, it'll, it'll fly for a bit. Get it like lungs. <laughs> the problem is the speakers are facing outwards. Okay. So what the speakers do is they push air in a direction. So what they're essentially doing is providing a backwards force, slowing the plane down even more. <laughs> it won't go. It won't go straight down, but it will definitely slow down. And start to dip. If that plane was flying and air was hitting those, the diaphragm of those speakers, surely nothing would come from that because it's being forced. Depends how powerful the speakers are. Yeah, like, like you'd have to think about wind speeds and like the speed <laughs> of the plane through the air. They're still, they're still applying a force to the air. Um, it's just, it's probably going to be squished up against the speakers more. Don't look at me and give a fuck they're asking. You can't I'm just like, and then... That will decrease the wavelength, so it should increase the frequency. 
Um, so you're gonna get higher. It's, it's essentially it's essentially the um, Doppler effect. You're gonna get a massive Doppler effect from it. Yeah, let's go with that. So you know, Scott, um, at four minutes eight seconds, the plane is crashed. <laughs> Gentlemen, he, they, he doesn't know about the dancing guys, so he will be seeing. The oh no, those guys are dead. Obviously, those guys are like hundreds. No, 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 they don't understand, Scott. They are they're on top of that wing and they're dancing. It's just it's not how it's not how everything works. That's the problem with this video. It is very, very much, very much like not physically accurate, and therefore should be shunned and ridiculed. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. No worries. Scott from Aerodynamics Corner. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we cleared that up. Hey, should we do an A or not? An a, A, I or no? Big old yes for me. I wasn't sure at first, but they uh, they won me over. Yep, I'm not going to fault this. I think it's a good song. It's a good video. Yeah, if you don't like it, then I guess you can find something else you do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if you don't like it, you can fuck off. <laughs> I was going to, but... Find a new podcast. Yeah. No, if you don't like it, go fuck off. It, it's, a, it's a fantastic piece of bad schlocky out, so... Very big guy for me as Take a look at the show notes for links to today's video, links to Instagram and other social media. Also, please email us on gontofarcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and any recommendations for videos. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify or your uh, podcast player. And just a point, uh, we will be doing this podcast roughly once a year. Once a year. <laughs> once a year. Roughly once a month. So do, do please follow us on social media so you know when the next one is out. Uh, and that is from us. And I don't know how to end those podcasts. Sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>